Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer, along with Brandon Escott, Cam Moon, who is one of my two radio play-by-play partners, along with Jack Michaels, has joined us in studio. Cam will be with us on Saturday as well for our free agent frenzy, which is brought to you by Contract Equipment Limited. We're going to head off to the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline. And for Abe's Door Service, where services are specially, visit abesdoor.ca. One of the most plugged-in men in the business. He had the Kyler Yamamoto trade earlier today. We welcome back to the show, Elliot Friedman. Hello, Elliot. How are you? How are you doing? Good. You know, it's wild here. The last pick is we're waiting for the last pick from Vegas, but there's a weather warning, and we're being told not to leave the building. Come on. That happened. Oh, no. That happened to us in Nashville two years ago. Yeah, it was before that. It was it was before COVID that there was the... Oh, it's right. It happened yeah. to us before COVID. Sorry. Uh, but anyhow, Elliot, well, that's wild. Yeah. Well, that might yeah. give us a chance to get Ken Holland on the show in the next uh, segment. So there we go. You know, all well, right. Good news. Like, yeah. I can't get the tootsies. It's depressing. Uh, well, yes, because <laughs> well, you know, Elliot, you can always you, you can. What, what do you call it, Mooner? When you do like the entire, you, you never go to bed wraparound. Yeah, you can call it that. I, you know, you might be talking to two guys that did a wraparound on a Nashville road trip a couple of years ago, Elliot. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. So I should not tell this story, but we had an interview with Barry Trotz at eight thirty on Tuesday morning and I was out dangerously late on Monday night like a true professional I made it but people said to me they heard the interview we put it on our pod this week we put it on YouTube and people were like your voice sounded a little straggling little crusty the clown did you have that going yes I did <laughs> you know what that was on the radio. Was, on, was that not a regular occurrence when you were at uh, Western Ontario back in the day it happened a few times. All it right. Happened a few, more than once. Uh, what was the biggest surprise over the last couple days? Uh, the lack of trade activity last night, uh, the fact that the Anaheim Ducks took Leo Carlson. By the way, Brian Lawton told us uh, five weeks ago that Carlson, whenever the lottery was, he said Carlson was going to be the pick over Fantilli for Anaheim. But for you, what was the biggest surprise? probably that there were no trades. That was one. But I I would say this. I I think the whole Mishkov situation would be the biggest surprise to me. And, you know, I had uh, reported that he was trying to engineer his uh, self to a destination. And that turned out to be true. But we all thought it was Washington and it was Philadelphia. And to me, I like the fact now that we know we went to Philly last Friday quietly and met with them and then he met with them here and he and he, like the flyers needed to be convinced they weren't really sure and in the first meeting he was adamant i want to be a flyer and then but they were like okay we're going to invite more people to the second meeting just because we want to have more people in our organization hear what we hear they want to make sure that they're thinking the same thing that we are, and they did. Like, he convinced them. And um, I think, to me, that was one of the biggest, most surprising developments. Evidently, he's never watched any of the video of the uh, Flyers game against uh, the, the Central uh, Red Army from you, back you, in the day. You know what? That's funny. You, you brought that up. Someone else mentioned that to me, and I'm trying to get to someone who knows him to ask him about that. I, I really want to know the answer. They're going home. We didn't go home back. Back in 72? Yes. Uh, all right. 
Elliot, uh, yeah, with David Poyle retiring and it looked like uh, they had a a good like a send-off so to speak at the draft what was what was the feeling around there what was it like well first of all i gotta say cam like nashville put on an incredible show this week between the awards like i I like this whole idea i wish it was like this uh every year nashville uh awards draft free agency all right away and awards and draft in the same location. Uh, and I think they're trying that next year in Vegas. And, you know, this whole week was about, was about like, just uh, a celebration of the Predators. Uh, Poyle, obviously, Trot's coming in. He's a hugely popular person here for a lot of different reasons. And, you know, they had some really nice moments with them. Like, how about Batman at the start of the draft last night trying to bring Poyle on stage with him so he wouldn't get booed? Didn't work. And then that trade with Tom Fitzgerald, it was perfect symmetry because, of course, Fitzgerald was the final captain. It was the first captain of Predators history. So there were a lot of nice moments here. Like, it was, a, it was a really good week. Like, you guys have been in Nashville. We joke about it. It's a great place to come visit. It's a, it's a lot of fun. And uh, put it this way, my liver isn't going to be too upset that I'm flying out tomorrow. All right. Uh, Elliot, <laughs> let's get to one of the storylines today, and that's just that uh, cap space is weaponized and Chicago made the most of that and got an extra second-round pick. And uh, What's your take on the Yamamoto-Costin deal? Is there an outside possibility that Detroit... I mean, I guess we'll know tomorrow at 10. Um, was was that deal to get Costin? I mean, where, where's your headspace at? Well, we'll see about this. I know there's a lot of rumors flying around. You know, Detroit... One thing about Eiserman is, he, you know, like, he's... He's looking for some scoring. He doesn't like term. Like, everybody knows they've been talking about Dabrinkit, but Iserman has really been making it hard on Ottawa. Like, like one of the things that's kind of been talked about is, like, Ottawa's been kind of frustrated, not sure if they can get a deal done here. So, like, like the thing with me, like, we'll hear what Iserman has to say. Like, oh, this is breaking up, so we'll see what he says uh, to the media. But there are some people who are thinking, like, they wouldn't be surprised if he takes a shot on him just to see how he fits in. Um, you know, Costin, I don't think the Oilers will, or the Red Wings will have trouble signing him. I think, you know, like, as you heard Ken Holland say, he thinks this is, uh, a, a, was a leverage play. And quite simply, the Red Wings have more cap room than the Oilers do. But I, I'm curious about the Yamamoto thing, too. I want to hear what Eisman has to say, but... He is looking for scoring, and he is looking for guys who can play, and Yamamoto can do that. As you know, sometimes, you know, you know, it was a tough situation for Yamamoto. It's, it's, to me, it reminds me a bit of Alex Newhook. Like, it's not like the guy's a bad player. It's just that they need more right now, and that's what Yamamoto got caught in there. With that opening up some some money for the Oilers, does does that maybe? open the door a bit for for Nick Bukestad? Well, I I think this. I think, number one, I got to think it affects affects what you can do with Evan Bouchard, right? Yep. So, like, like to me, that's the number one thing you got to do. You got to get Evan Bouchard signed. So I think this gives you a bit more room to do that. That's the first thing I think of. The second thing I wonder about is a guy like Connor Brown. Does this give you more flexibility to do something with Connor Brown? And yes, I would wonder about Bukestad, 
<laughs> but I've heard here, Cam, there's quite a bit of interest in, in Bugstad. Like centers, like I think you guys are kicking around Bugstad. I think you guys are kicking around Penny Bluger. But I don't think you're the only one. Like I think there's a bunch of teams in on those guys. So what it comes down to, uh, Cam, is A, where do they want to play? And B, how does that drive up the offers? Um, which big name do you think moves in the next four days? I mean, Eric Carlson, EK65, he's out there to brink it. I know you hate having to do that because you're not always going to no, be no. right. That's okay. You know, it's, it's an interesting one. Well, look, Carlson, I, I think it's just what is San Jose, is San Jose willing to do? That's, you know, like I had a couple guys here tell me if they can turn him into a four times eight player, it's going to be on. And so is San Jose willing to do that? That's about 40%, a little yeah. less retention, right? <laughs> so they, were that's, eight, that's they, were eight, they were 18% at one time, as you know, Elliot. Yeah, well, look, like Bob, okay, I'll give you an answer. The word, the word, the last, hey, congratulations. Uh, there, there was word the last couple of days that it wasn't going great between, that it wasn't going great between the Leafs and Nylander. If that doesn't change, that's the situation to watch. Well, that would make sense to me, knowing, you know, what Brad Trey Living emphasized in Calgary, like, they, they built a deep, heavy team. And they didn't get where they needed to get to this year in the regular season, but their farm team has truculence, and I think you're going to see that with the Leafs as well. Um, so, to break it, you already mentioned the scenario with Steve Eiserman. What about the guys in Calgary, Hannafin and Lindholm? Anything on that front? You know, I'll tell you this. Like, I heard someone told me just before it happened, take good care. Have a great summer, okay? All right. Um, you know, someone told me this weekend, this week, that the Calgary Flame was most guaranteed to get traded was to Foley. And literally two hours after that person told me that, it happened. So uh, I'm not surprised in the bit about him. Lindholm, they're waiting. They're, they're being patient. He's the guy they're waiting on. Hannafin, I've heard, I think with all their D, they've gotten calls. Hannafin, Shillington, uh, although I think he's staying. Zadorov. Um, Zadorov and uh, Tanov. And, like, some of these guys, they want to keep. Now, I've heard the Flames, they're being careful on term. Like Hannafin, someone told me a day ago they weren't close on anything, but I think that's going to pick up. I think Florida, uh, I, 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 look, I just think the next two days, guys, could be a little bit crazy. I'm very curious to see, and not so much on trades, but on who gets put on, who gets bought out, yes. and who and who does not get qualified. Like if you take take your care of my man, I'll speak to you soon. If you if you take a look at it, Nashville had nine RFAs. They only qualified two of them. Cal Foot. Someone Cal Foot not yeah, getting qualified. Not qualified. And someone told me there's more of that coming. So I think everybody wants to kind of see who's out there the next couple of days. 
how this all lands, and then we're going to start to see some of this pick up. But like I said, Bob, like I checked on Hannafin yesterday, and someone told me there was nothing imminent. All right. Elliot, you're basically at a receiving line. We appreciate you squeezing us in. No, no, no. I, I'm good. Like, I, I, I'm, oh, like, we can keep going then? Checking, but, yeah, we're, we're good. Like, uh, we're good. Like, all right. Goaltending carousel. Uh, John Gibson in Anaheim. Connor Hellebuck in Winnipeg. Tristan Jari in Pittsburgh. What, what, what's going to happen? Yeah. Well, I think Pitt, I think Jari and Pittsburgh have been talking during the season. Jari asked for term. I, I like I, I like yesterday. I was told that's not over yet. So we'll see. Uh, Gibson. The only the thing I've heard about Gibson is people are just if there's a concern about him, it's the abdominal injuries. Hellebuck. I heard today it was really quiet really quiet so like I always worry about saying that because then you turn around the next day and you're like oh my god it's like you're getting traded um, but I was told Hellebuck was quiet this morning so but I'll tell you this like Carolina they got their their, their guys Anderson and Ronta do they sign them or do they need a goalie Allmark and Boston or Allmark or Swayman um, you know, what's Boston doing there? I'll tell you something, too. You know his name I heard a little bit today was Alex Lyon. Like, Alex Lyon had a good run in Florida and basically saved him at the end of the regular season when Bobrovsky got hurt. And, you know, people are saying to me, that guy's not getting enough attention. If you need a guy who can play 30, 40 games, like, like the carousel is going to be wild. And, you know, I'll, I'll, so, like, a guy like Lyon, like, teams think they have options here. They think there's a lot of goalies available, and they think they can afford to be a little bit picky. But once that gets you know, going, you, oh, sorry, Elliot. Too, Cam, I was going to say, Laurent Brassois, he's healthy. He had a good run there, as you guys saw, yep. before he got hurt. Yep. So that's another guy. And George McPhee said today the Aiden Hill contract is, is almost done. No surprise. I, it was funny. I, we had Jerry on two days ago. He goes, have they announced that yet? <laughs> so, yes, chances were very good that yeah. was going to happen. Yeah. Once that carousel starts with the goalies, Elliot, do you expect that a few dominoes to fall? Then it'll pick up? Will will the, uh, the I guess, the sense of, of getting something done for teams go up, and then we'll see some goalies move? I think we will. Like, like, I think people are going to take a run at the free agents. Like, can you get guys on short deals? Can you get guys on one or two year deals? Like, look at the guys who are going to be available. Got like Lyon, Versois. Probably won't get term, but he's a good goalie. Um, you know, there's you know Martin Jones had a decent bounce back year. Like, there's a lot of guys we can probably get for short-term. There's a lot of guys we can probably get for short-term. Um, not a ton of money. If you need a two or three option, like, there's a lot out there. Now, I'll say this. Like, a lot of the talk around Hellebuck has been about the extension. Um, it, that one will be interesting because I know that – I know that I know that there's been some talk today here that you know Hellebuck is not married to like ten million dollars a year. 
So I just wonder if that one gets reeled in a little bit. Elliot Friedman is joining us from the uh, floor at the NHL draft in Nashville. The Oilers had a second, a sixth, and a seventh. Oilers general manager Ken Holland has spoken. He has confirmed that Philip Roberg will not be traded this summer. We will have Ken Holland on the show in uh, 16 minutes' time at 105 uh, Edmonton time. So we've talked about some of the, uh, I guess, uh, you know, the Flames, the Jets a little bit. I'm with you, Elliot. For me, I think one of the big storylines is just the weaponization of cap space and the decisions that organize organizations make uh, you're seeing good players not getting qualified as restricted free agents because they have compelling uh, arb cases it real this flat cap has really kind of changed Ken Holland's had a two million dollar increase in five years as GM of the Edmonton Oilers it has hindered uh, some traditional thinking as to how you do business in the league hasn't it yeah I, I mean look like the the cap isn't really going anywhere now that's going to change next year we all think but so, you know, right now we have, you know, right now you have to be willing to do creative things or different things. Like, one, like I'll tell you this, one of the things that's really happened this year, uh, Bob, is that Arizona is not taking any contracts. Right. Like it used to be you could call Arizona and you could solve that problem. Not anymore. They want to get better. So it's left people with less options. And I think one thing that's going to be uh, interesting tomorrow is tomorrow is the final day to put people on waivers for purposes of a buyout. And I'm curious to see who ends up there. One final one for you has to do with the Colorado Avalanche. Uh, Chris, yep. Mc, Chris McFarland, uh, who, you know, I got to know when Scott Housen was the GM in Columbus. Smart guy. Yep. I got the sense he did not want to overturn with a, you know, like you look at what he did with Johansson, moved Newhook out, used one of those picks from Newhook, got a, a pretty competitive player from the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, that the Lightning had to kind of make a decision on who they were going to extend. It's pretty obvious it's going to be Tanner Janot. But what did you think of the body of work for Colorado? Because to me, they've upgraded at the center position with the acquisitions they made. Well, I'm very curious to see what that contract is going to be. I, I, I'm really curious to see what that contract with Colton is going to be. It'll be interesting. Um, you know, I, I I really think with with Colorado, it's all about winning now. Like you think about that deal, they traded Newhook and 37 for basically Colton and and 31. Like that's a really nice piece of business for the Avalanche and. Uh, like, you know, I'll tell you, one thing we're hearing out here, Bob, is that these teams are not done. And it's going to be tight value. And, you know, but you're going to see with the cap going up next year. People told me that you're going to see people calling Colorado and saying, do you have a spot for me to go in there and play on a good team for a year and I can cash in? Like, that's definitely going to be going on out there. I think the other team to watch over the next couple of days is L.A., like they have work to do and they have no flexibility how are they going to get it yeah well and they're going to need a goalie Elliot thank you very much uh, we've got Ken Holland coming up at uh, 105 we appreciate your time alright take care my man you bet that is Elliot Friedman for Abe's Door Service where services are specialty and I can verify that for you visit abesdoor.ca they, you know the great mechanical ability that I show on the road how many times have I dropped headsets over the years? Oh, you've you've dropped a few, sure. Each night, each every night, yeah.
We'll tell you that some guests and orders now receive certificates to Roost Chris Steakhouse. That's the greatest steak you've ever had. Follow Sizzle to 9990 Jasper Avenue. Tell Chris and Chef Eltaf that orders now sent you. So uh, we've had Bo Akey, the Oilers' second-round draft choice, on the show uh, from Nashville. Elliot Friedman joining us from Nashville. Still to come in the next half-hour block, Edmonton Oilers General Manager Ken Holland and Hart Levine to talk a bit about the cap. He's in Nashville as well from Puckpedia. We'll take a quick timeout and blast off some text when we return on orders now. All season long, the Orders Now Injury Reports brought to you by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. Bob Stoffer and Cam Moon, Brendan Escott, all in the house. Speaking of James H. Brown, Trent Brown, winner of the 93 Grey Cup, part of Murphy Brown. They had two safeties. That's right, yes. Yes, okay, turn that on. Sorry, let me turn that on. There. Dan Murphy and Trent Brown. Uh, He's going to be watching tomorrow night's Elks game. You were there on uh, Sunday. Oh, boy. (laughs) Brendan Escott is... uh, Got countdown to kickoff. At what time tomorrow, my man? Four o'clock would take over the airwaves. You really can't get rid of me. I'll have the show with you, and then I'm doing the afternoon sports for an hour or so, and, and then, then I take the airwaves over. But so you're not, buckle up. You're not with us on Saturday when we're doing our uh, free agent frenzy for no. Contract Equipment Limited. I might have you guys in the earbuds while I'm golfing instead of grinding. We'll oh, see. There you go. <laughs> Well played. Yes, yes, indeed. Golfers or grinders make the call. All right, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Jason from Sangudo, who considers himself a fossil. Bob, if Elliot Friedman gets tired of hockey, he'd make a great big box store greeter. How many people did he say? He must have shook. I I know what that's like. Like, I, I, yeah. Well, maybe not quite as many people coming over to say hi, but it's it's funny. He's a he's a man of the people. He's, he is. Everyone likes him. So, which that I don't know. Uh, <laughs> well, but no, he's uh, he's good. You can text us at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Bob, do you see Bush getting a long term or a bridge? More likely, is he worth? Eight after a couple months of a quarterback of the power play. I can't imagine what it'll be worth whole season if he gets 70 points. Hopefully they can make a long-term deal happen, I would say. Oh, I think he's going to get bridged this year, and then we're looking at minimum six and a half plus on a long-term deal. That makes that makes sense. Does that yeah, make sense? He's, he's still on the upswing. Like yes. we're, I don't even, we, we haven't got to his best yet. It's still coming. Oh, Ken, Ken, Ken. Uh, once again, this is from text message from Ken uh, on the Ashley Pine Floors text line. Once again, with all the activity, it feels like the owners are on the outside looking in as far as improving. Yes, ma'am, Yamel's move, but that's not an improvement per se from Ken. Well, some of it's going to have to be organic, and let's see what the owners do on Saturday in free agency. And... Um, Again, you, you had to, McLeod took a hometown discount last year, took under his qualifying offer. You're going to have to pay him. The Oilers, uh, in back-to-back years in free agency, went out and got a guy by the name of uh, Zach Hyman and basically uh, Evander Kane. So two impact top six players. And then at the trade deadline last year, got Matias Eckholm. I wouldn't say the Oilers are sitting on the sidelines. Today, we knew it was going to be quiet. Ken Holland is coming up. He's general manager of the Edmonton Oilers at 105 after Global News. Weather traffic update, Randy Kilburn.